it is finally time for a very cyberpunk edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service, tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by using that pop filter. I am Corey. I am joined by the cyberpunk. No, no I can do better. By the mechanical legs <laughs> and green mohawked man himself, Basher. I'm so glad to be doing this episode finally. I finally get to talk about my favorite actor, Keanu Reeves. Uh, she's my favorite actor since Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Part 2. What's his, what's his name? Johnny something? In, in that game? Johnny, Johnny Mnemonic. John, sure, maybe. We are not here to talk about Cyberpunk 2077. We're here to talk about The Ascent. That is what we do on this podcast. And you know what we also do? We forget to bring up the notes and we forget to bring up the phone number that you can call if you want to talk about The Ascent. So, look, I'm going to preface this, not preface this, I'm going to fill this air by saying you have no idea what we have gone through to bring you this episode. People don't understand sometimes the the, the trials and the tribulation that we go the through. The time, the effort. Hundreds of dollars, hundreds, hundreds. Of do- well, maybe like a hundred and like fifteen well, dollars total. Honestly, I, hundreds. I I got a really good deal on my setup, I, and I have not seen that deal since. That was like seven years ago. So clearly, I did all right. So we're good. We're good. If you want to talk about the ascent, did you know you can call us at five seven four six five one nine two five six? Leave us a voicemail or shoot us a text message. You can also leave us a review on. Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about The Ascent. Here's the details on this game. Developed by Neon Giant, regularly priced at $29.99, is an isometric cyberpunk RPG. Available on Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and Play, not PlayStation, wow, PC. There is crossplay, there is cloud saves. But there is no DLC, which actually might be a good thing. So, yes, you can play on PC. All your saves will transfer. But also, if you're just playing on PC and you got some friends on Xbox, guess what? You can play together. No questions asked. But speaking of questions, how do we feel about the Ascent? Uh, right off the bat, I was very... Uh, well, I remember when you first brought this game up uh, as something we should be playing. I thought... Uh, why is this being hyped? Why why do we care? <laughs> you know? Um it didn't didn't look all that um great to me from the screenshots or or what have you. But I'm like nature of the game, let's not judge a book by its cover, you know? See, I, and, I, I kinda um, felt the opposite. Like maybe it's just because look, I am always searching for the next Diablo. Look, nothing I, I see that. Nothing has ever come Torchlight is the closest thing that's probably ever come in the same realm as Diablo. Torch Tattoo is good business. It is, but, Very good but it still doesn't hit the same way Diablo does. It just doesn't. I don't know what... Even even Diablo 3, the one that people hate, that 25 million people bought. Um, something about Diablo just hits different. No one has, has conquered that feel. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying you have to be Diablo, but I still just have not gotten the, the enjoyment and the time out of any other action RPG than Diablo. But that being said, I knew going into this it wasn't going to be the next Diablo, but I was interested in it because I think it looked really cool. 
it looked smooth, but it looked like they they had they paid attention to what they were doing and, and they they put in the time and the work. So very good trailers, but I I'm so I I don't I was not hyped up, but I was definitely like no I I want to check this out because I want to see what this is about. That sounds exact. That sounds very accurate to how things went down. You know, that, I'm I'm watching the same thing going, having again the exact the uh, exact opposite opinion of I don't get it. Like this, it doesn't look all that special to me. Funny enough, though, when I first start playing it, though, I instantly went, "Oh, I like this." <laughs> like I, I, I'm I'm a guy who uh, fancies himself a uh, cyberpunk enthusiast. I, I, I'm a sucker for, for for some Blade Runner music and aesthetics. Uh, I, th- I think it's I think it's it always grabs. It's the easiest thing to grab me, you know. Um, however, upon hour one of this game, maybe even less than, I realized very quickly that's kind of all this game has going for it is aesthetics, and I. I have discovered with this game, um, and there's been other games, you know, like there is a cyberpunk. I have played cyberpunk 2077. Um, I've seen the original Blade Runner, but I do not. Wait, is Tron? Tron is not cyberpunk, right? That is not cyberpunk. Okay. You're, you're a fool. That's what you're I thought. You're suggested. It just, I don't know. I get similar vibes off of it. Come at me. You're wrong. I get well, similar no. vibes. I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's got the fancy color. Point is, my point is, is. This is the game that finally I think I just it, it hit me. I was like, man, I just don't care about cyberpunk. Like the setting just does absolute zero for me, absolutely zero. That being said, I I don't think it's a um I don't think that would stop me from enjoying a game that is cyberpunk in nature. But there really isn't one. Like, well, let me, let me rephrase it. There's not one that lived up to the hype. Let's say that. Uh, you're not wrong there. I mean, because it's always like video game properties that do cyberpunk, and it's just and, it's, and they're always fine, I guess. It just, but I guess the cyberpunk never, because the thing about cyberpunk is is that the city, the setting is something that really truly breathes and becomes its own character, and that's something that's I'm finding that's very hard to do in a video game setting. And I'm guessing that's par- partially just because the, the the only games that really do living, breathing cities well is Rockstar games, and who has Rockstar team and money behind them, you know? Yeah, that's um, a good so, point. So like it's so so I, I want to give it some credit there. I want to give a lot of credit there, actually. Uh, I think aesthetic wise, this is I would go as far as say phenomenal for me. Yeah, I think yeah. the attention the attention to detail is superb. Uh, it, it like the the the, the grittiness, the, the 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 neon signs, the the, the just just the, this the sort of city future decay. Just, I think I think there's a, I think a lot of time, effort, and and skill was went into just the overall look of this game. No, I'd agree with that. It's it's very striking. Um, you know, you you feel like you're a part of that world, like. And it, it does a very good job of, of panning the camera in the right moments. You know, when you go to a, a certain area, it kind of pulls the camera back and lets you sort of take it all in. You know, it, it's very Final Fantasy in that in that way to me, or, you know, more 3D Final Fantasies of, 
you know, you, you walk into a new area and it's like, hey, we're going to give you a quick little whoosh over the over the city so you can just see where you are and, and kind of take it in. And that that's cool. Like, that is a really cool thing. I just I'm bored by it. But again, I I fully <laughs> understand why people enjoy it. Um, but so when that sort of happened of I was like, OK, man, I just don't care about cyberpunk. And then I I start playing the game and I just. I've never wanted to like a game nearly as much as I, I've wanted to like this game. And I just, I just, I don't like any part of it. <laughs> like, Listen, man, it's, is not you, you know, it's, so this, the very first thing that threw me off in this game was the actual gameplay itself. This is a twin stick shooter. Is it, it is well, it though? Not, it's, it's a single twin stick shooter. Right. Like, you, you so you shoot with one, I guess you aim and shoot with your controller sticks, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't have the smoothness and the snappiness and the responsiveness of, of a twin stick shooter. It also doesn't have the methodical pacing, uh, thoughtful actions of an RPG. It, 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 it almost tries to, it doesn't try to marriage the two, but the overall setting and the type of game it is is an RPG. So you're thinking you kind of want to go that route with the with with the combat, but instead they said let's just go full blown action with it. Make this this twin stick shooter light with with like certain grenades and 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 augments to your body and stuff that gives you certain other abilities and skills. You have a dodge. You have a dodge button. Like it, it, it feels very much like your basic twin stick shooter. But I think that's where it starts to lose me. It's not as good as your basic twin stick shooter. And I, I really struggle to call the twin stick shooter. Like I, I just, yes, you use both sticks, but you still have to sort of press the button to shoot. And and I know that like that seems kind of pedantic and and just like oh yeah, but it's just there is a disconnect. Like when I think of a twin stick shooter, it's I'm I have the finesse of that right stick. You know, I I can I can dial it in very well. And this game is I I think there's potential for it there, but because of the RPG elements and the way that it sort of plays, it it gives you different weapon types. Like you've got different pistols and different machine guns and auto rifles and uh shotguns and stuff like that. Because of that, most twin stick shooters you you don't really have a ton of different types of ammunition. But your basic one is usually something that's very precise. And easy to control. And you don't ever really get that in this game. Maybe the pistol, you could kind of say that's kind of your basic weapon. And maybe when it's upgraded and stuff, it, it does damage. But I got rid of that pistol pretty quick because it felt pretty uh, pointless. And, if, you know, I got an SMG and a shotgun. And that's kind of what I used for a long time because it made the most sense. Um, I, I it, it lacks that, that finesse that you get from a twin six shooter. And I think part of it really is is because you've got that third element of... You've got to move, you've got to shoot, or you've got to aim, and then you also have to shoot. Um, it, it's a little thing that sort of breaks a lot of the 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 twin stick shooterness in my brain. Um, but and and on top of that, I just don't think it does the RPG or the action bits well. I, I think it tries to do both, and I don't think it really succeeds in either one. Oh, I completely agree with that. Um, it's. At one point before the game was released, you, I think you referred to this as a looter shooter. Right. At one point, yeah. 
And I think they did. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but at one point I think they called it that or someone called it like cyberpunk Diablo. And I don't think they ever corrected them. <laughs> um, oh, someone needs to right. desperately because it, it is not that at all. Like, like, like I get a sense of this game was something else completely different. And they said, let's make it, let's ramp up the action above everything else because it's not a looter shooter. It's not Diablo. It's no, I mean, there's no real loot to, to, to think about in this game. There's, there's, there's only, so I, I ended up completing this game actually. And I can honestly say I, I came across maybe 20 to 25 different weapons. Well, and it's weird because it's it's not – while there is loot, it's not loot in the way that you think it is. Like the same weapon drops over and over. The with, same – right. Yeah, with, with no stat differences or anything. There's none of that – there's no rolls. Um, there's, there's nothing. There, there's not legendaries. There's not rares. There's none of that stuff. Um, you drop the same loot over and over and you sort of pick your poison of, well, I want to be efficient in this. And so I can keep upgrading this weapon, but it's, it ends up being really weird because you'll literally have like 24 of the same weapon and you go to the guy to sell your stuff. And, and it's just like, sell all. It's like, do you really want to sell all? Cause then you won't have any. And it's like, well then wait a minute. Why are you giving me that? Like, th- there's a lot of weird things like that. And, and like you said, it's not really a, just because you pick it up off the ground does that make it a looter shooter i i, I guess like <laughs> that it does not sir it does i mean all. that's about the only thing it I, does in terms of a looter shooter like i was very confused i mean and then when you talk about the rpg aspects of it leveling up these 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 guns is simply a a case of finding um in the wild certain Upgraded material, upgraded material, and then just saying, "I want this gun to shoot harder." Right, and, and, right. The and numbers, the it. numbers go up like that. That you know, I don't, I, you don't really play the game any differently. Um, you're, you're sort of always playing. I mean, if you switch up your weapons, and yeah, you're playing it differently. And there are different augmentations and and skills and stuff like that. But I, I think because. We're, we're, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, I think, too, because we've got some comments and stuff we're going to read. But, like, I am very much a gameplay first person. Um, Absolutely. Same and, here. And so when when the game is slow, there better be a good reason. And, and that's not for me saying, like, every game needs to be Doom Eternal. No. Like, I can play a slower game, but it's got to have a flow to it. Like, I can play a, a XCOM or a um, – what's the name of the Mario one? Uh Mario Rabbids, you know, like I can play those games and they're very slow and that's fine because they make sense in the realm of what they're in. But this is supposed to be an action RPG and like my basic grenade and my my shockwave punch, which is like the first thing that you get, like they've got some like two minute cooldowns on them. And that that's not I don't say that's not acceptable, like it's fine, if, but it it makes them feel very uh, like they, they don't do enough damage to have a two minute cooldown. Um, I, I don't feel powerful. I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm progressing as a character. It's like every once in a while I get a grenade, and every once in a while I get this this shockwave punch, which doesn't kill instantly or anything like it. So it's just, it's just weird. Um, and that's sort I, of just was... where it loses me. It's just like I, I just I feel like none of these systems are coming together, and the UI is utterly terrible. Ugly. Like, it's ugly. It, oh, it's, it's so bad. Ugly. So bad. I will, I will say that um, in, in midway through the game, 
you start you start getting better augmentations, better skills, a, a, as you expectedly do with any video game. Like you, you get the better, the bigger, better weapons or augmentations or whatnot. Uh, for example, I was running the the uh, augmentations where I had I would mark enemies so when they die they would explode. And then on top of that, I would have these the, the mechanical spiders that would go out and explode onto people. So it was it was a nice one-two punch. It was flashy. It got the job done. Um, and then when you upgrade your character well enough, again that's expected. Those cooldowns cool down. Um, but um, but again to your point though, it's, it's not it's not to, it's not like a it's not to a point where like. like a good RPG, to me anyway, um, is one that where you start off killing little goblins or something with your wooden sword, and then by the end you're dropping meteors from the sky. Like it, it is, it is, is a heck of a, of a progression. That's not here. It is, it is a very slow, methodical pro- progression, and you never truly feel like you've gone anywhere as a character and that you, you definitely don't feel like you've done anything character wise that he, she, or they didn't do differently. Like you end up with the same, you end up in the same place, the same way, uh, roughly the same time. And I, is that a problem though? Like, I don't, when, when I think it is when you, when we, when we're doing with RPGs, and it's, and and it's like you said, RPG. There there are there are role playing games, and then there are games where the numbers go up. This is the game where the numbers go up. Right, and that's that's kind of the that's the Destiny problem that I have. Um, you know, Destiny is a is a RPG shooter, and it's just like my hunter is the same hunter as everyone else's. And you know, even now when you literally log into the game. It's, it, it just gives you all the skills. <laughs> like, like you don't really level up the traditional way anymore. It's just like, pick your skill tree. And it's like, do you want to have flames or purple purple waves? And it's like, okay, I guess I'll go with the purple waves. Like, <laughs> this guy's got the flame and he's doing kind of the same thing. And it's just, that's not fun to me. That That's not an RPG. That's just, I, I don't know. But I, I, I like you am looking for I want to start and I want to feel real progression um and I felt none of that in this game like the numbers were going up but I didn't I didn't feel any different I didn't feel like I was playing any different granted you finished it I did not full disclosure but like I have zero desire to it 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 takes a lot for a game to truly just break me and that I just have no desire to keep playing um and I I just I think that has to be said of of why I'm just kind of like man I I just did not Nothing about this was great. And one thing that really, really bugged me is the game is... I, I, know, I know you're going with this. The the missions and the side quests, like, did nobody play test this? Because it's like, hey, we're going to... Here's a side quest. you got to be level two. I'm, like, oh, I'm level four. Cool. I, I guess I'll go do this side quest. And I, t- I get there. And it's like, oh, well, uh, you don't have the thing to open this door. And I'm like, all right, I guess. So I keep playing the game. And so I end up, I'm like level eight or nine by the time I finally get the thing, which was during the main quest. 
and I'm like, all right, finally I can go through this door. I'm going to go through this door. And it's like, oh, well, you to get to the thing, you got to go through this other area that's full of – we're not going to tell you what level because we're just going to put skulls everywhere, which means basically like you shouldn't be here. And I'm like, okay, then okay, so how is this a level two quest? Like there's nothing about this quest that is level two. So kindly explain that to me. And the thing is there's a lot of that. <laughs> there oh, is a everywhere. lot of that. Of like, everywhere. hey, you should go here. Oh, mm, you, you really shouldn't be here yet. I just – drives me up a wall. Like, No, absolutely. It's, it's every time you enter a new area a new or a new uh, city, if you will, they th- – throw all the quests at you and it's like it's like you said like some of these quests are for level two some of these are for level 22 and it's like well i shouldn't be able to access those yet then should i like they just they, they didn't think the the progression system all the way through uh and one thing that i mean that's bad enough you know is is to is to get from from point a to point b and realize you're not supposed to be here the biggest issue with that is you have to walk sometimes. Yeah. You have to walk way. sometimes. We're talking, we're talking like in real world, two, three minute walks straight of this, not, 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 not a good sprint, not a, not, not, not a cool hoverboard action thing. Nothing. You're just a, like a slow stroll for two, three minutes at a time getting to point A to point B just to find out you're not supposed to be here. And then it's like, so how do you get back to where you want to go? You better walk. <laughs> another another right. two, three and, minute walk. And eventually they, they, they do have like a fast travel system, the cabs and, and the trains. Full disclosure, don't really know the difference between them. I think you can just call the cab whenever you want. Am I, am I right on that? I don't. You can call the cab whenever you want from certain locations. Certain, and, but, certain and, locations. and it only yeah. takes you to certain locations. Exactly. Like, so, some, so like a lot of times, what I, what, I, what, it, what I found out hours into the game, because it's not explained, is that, and someone might need to correct me if I'm wrong, but you would have to often, very, very often, at least I had to, take the cab from one location to another location just so I could take the train from one location to a different oh, location. See, and I, I kind of the I, train doesn't go where the cab is. Right, and that that would make sense why they're both there. That was kind of my first question: is like, why are these both here? Like, they both do the same thing? Question mark. Like, I was I was super confused about that, but I guess that makes more sense if the train goes certain way. Like, that's one of those those world things. It's just like they probably think. That's cool because it's it's realistic in some ways, but at that point it's like, bro, it's a video game. Like, I don't want to say get over yourself because I don't think they're pretentious or anything. But I think that's one of those things on paper probably sounded way cooler than it really is. And no, I think it is in practice cool. I think the execution is what sucks because how do you know how to get to? They they forgot as developers that we we didn't develop this game. We don't know what the map layout is. So, like, if I'm asking you to get from the Warrens to the Barrens, that means nothing to you. Right. Because you don't live here. Right. But if you lived in that world, you can say, like, oh, I got to take the cab to the Metro District, and then from the Metro District, I can get to the, like, to the Barrens. Like, that makes sense. But if you're not, for, like, 
when as gamers not from here so like if there was part of the map that was sort of like a subway map if you will like you have in cities like actual cities here it'd be like oh that's neat to me that that, that actually brings me into the game a bit more because like i want to get from here to there so i go i want to take this tram to this cab and i i can walk this way i, I feel like i feel like i'm to me, that is role-playing gameplay that engrosses me to the game, whereas this doesn't tell you how to get to these places. So you're taking, so like, unless you're taking real close note of what you're doing and where you're going, like, you, you're, bl- like, I've blindly taken cabs to four or five different locations to go, okay, finally, this is where I want it to be. Uh, fair fair point. I, I think that I, I was just so far just, like, gone at that point. Of just like I don't want to be a part of this world. Like that sounds very <laughs> <laughs> emo. <laughs> um, but no, like that was just kind of my. I, I was just kind of done at that point. Uh, and so I, I think in my brain, I'm like this. Just be let be a video game kind of thing. And my, my last piece is like the the whole aiming over cover thing as well. Uh, I don't. How do you? introduce that with enemies that you can't hit while aiming over cover <laughs> and how do you know if enemies you can't hit like like because because some enemies like the enemies you can't hit while aiming over cover you wouldn't know until they're already on top of you exactly or... exactly yeah. why is the little aim over thing i don't know it something felt wrong uh, I, I wanted to like the game like I really did because I felt like there was something here, but it's it's just not clicking for me. I I I think that some people will enjoy this game, but I think they're going to enjoy strictly the setting and the the potential of, of the world, and and they could live in it and explore it and have a good time. But I genuinely feel like the gameplay of this game is it's not broken. It's just not it's not play tested. It's not polished. It's not it's not fun to play. Uh, and with me being a gameplay first person, I think that's that's where I, I it's just a complete swing and a miss for me. I I, I was I was super disappointed. I, I, I didn't have a lot of um, hype for this game at all. Like again, like when people were talking about this game, I looked at it like, why are you talking about this game? <laughs> like it doesn't look like anything special. Um, by the end of it, I was actually disappointed because it wasn't something special. Um, by by the end of it, for me, I felt like this could have been honestly, this could have been as good as a adventure game like Disco Elysium because of just just in terms of the world building, the setting, the attention to detail, like everything of everything of in the world of this game is so well done, so well crafted. I feel like if they focus on less, how can we make, how can we appeal to a certain kind of action gamer and just focus on more of the RPG elements, more of the character building, more of the world building, more of the heck, just make it, make it, just make it a walking, talking adventure game. Where you could talk to everybody and everyone has something to say, something to do. I think that would have made this game for me a whole lot better. But trying to marriage this idea of a twin stick shooter and and with with, with these with these uh, 
Deus Ex type abilities and 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 and, and, he, and he's just in this terrible just numbers go up RPG system. That's where he just dropped the ball. Like in 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 again to compare what you said, just in terms of pure gameplay, that's where you dropped the ball, and that's where that's the reason I just really felt got really disappointed from this game. Yeah, I, so. I think it's fair to say when it comes to the ascent, we're gonna, we say pass on it. Um, and and on that note, uh, we we are the episode is technically over, but we did have a review that I wanted to talk about, and, and it sort of ties into this discussion. Oh, oh, actually, before you before you move on, I do want to say one more good thing about this game. Uh, I really enjoyed the music. Yes, I lying. yeah I can I can I was, attest I was to a that big as well. fan of music. Yeah, I that was from the moment I turned it on. It has it has weird like sound modes too. Um, like I am someone that instantly when I turn on a game, I go to options just to like m- make sure that I'm, I'm getting the, the right video settings and the right audio settings because so many games, for whatever reason, will be like, what kind of speakers do you have TV or home theater? And it's just like, well, you can't detect that. Like I'm running a, a, a true Adobe Atmos setup on my Xbox and you want to default to TV, um, whatever. Uh, but so yeah, no, I, and it's got like a sound mode to where you can amplify all the effects, which is really cool if you're using like a headset. Uh, so yeah, but no, they, they, they clearly get audio. That, that is for certain. Yeah. I didn't want to derail you about that. It's just like that, that was, that was a standout thing for me in terms of just environment and just, again, some good things here, a lot of good things here. Exactly. So and and the reason I want to talk about this review is because it we've we've talked about this before, but it's been a long time, um, you know, and it sort of kind of pulls into the philosophy of of this podcast and sort of like the way that reviews are are handled. So uh, this review, and I, I want to talk about this for a while, is this actually came in at the end of June, uh, but we've been having tons of recording issues and timing hasn't come together, and hopefully that's all fixed now. But uh, so we had a review from Ringo McCartney, and he says I've enjoyed a lot of games you guys have passed on crying face uh, and like laughing, but I still enjoy listening to your guys' discussion. Great podcast. Uh, first off, thank you for, for, I think you get it. Um, and I, I always appreciate someone taking their time to sort of uh, not only leave a review, but, but to, to explain, you know, Hey, I like your guys' opinion, even though if I don't agree with it. And I think that's important because the modern landscape of video game reviews is, is one that is, it's weird, right? Because of stuff like Game Pass and that barrier of entry is so much lower than it used to be. Something like the Ascent that normally costs $30 might not seem like a lot, but the fact that there is a, a, a barrier that is much bigger than $15 changes things. But you also have stuff like Halo Infinite going free to play and the campaign will be free. But Game Pass in general sort of changed a lot for me personally. And I think for a lot of people of of giving a game a shot and the what's the word I want to say um, the fact that that you have enjoyed a lot of games that we have passed on I think is important because we've said it before but just because we pass on a game doesn't mean that we think it's a bad game it's simply a time and barrier to entry kind of thing if I have five pizzas in front of me, I only want the best pizza, right? Like I could, I only have so much time. I can only eat so much, et cetera. I don't know why I always go to pizza. Um, I, I was just thinking now, another <laughs> pizza, like metaphor. This is... And so a game that comes to mind is Gears Tactics. Like we passed on that game. And I think a lot of people were 
we had a few comments of being like, like, well, how could you pass in that game? Like, it looks amazing. It runs great. And I agree with you. Like, I don't think it's a bad game. But when we were done playing it, I was kind of let down by it. Like, I didn't, I did not regret spending my time with it the way I have other games. But I don't think I could sit there and be like, look, if you like XCOM or even if you like Gears, I'm not saying you won't have a good time. I'm saying that I think you could spend your time better elsewhere. And I think that's a very important thing because us saying that thumbs down on on a game, again, just doesn't mean that we don't like it. No, absolutely. I, 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 I agree with everything you just said there. I mean, just just the name of the show, the nature of the show, pass or pass. This is not a out of ten. It's kind of good. It's all right. You know, like it's it, you like the 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 gimmick, if you will, of the show is: are we playing it or are we not playing it? It's and it's, it's as simple as that. And I think the the most important thing you said, you touched on, was the idea of with it. Us talking about Game Pass specifically, and the the cost no longer being an issue. That's so so the, so the cost of the game is out the window. So now what we're judging the game on is it was I am anyway is um is it worth your time? Time is now the most important aspect of playing these games. Uh, we have a, uh, a service here that 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 that, boot, that that tells oh we have thousands and thousands of video games to play okay but which one of these are worth your time and that's sort of what I like to think about when I when I, when I say if you're going to pass on this game or pass on to a friend uh, is this something that you should sit down and play for four hours you know like if it's a Gears Tactics for example like is that something Sure, you like a you you like an XCOM and whatnot, but I know I didn't finish it. You didn't finish it. Is this a game you really? Is this something you really want to sit down and and play, or is this something I want to recommend you play for three four hours just to not complete it, just to not feel fulfilled by it? And that doesn't mean the game's bad at all. I think we. I think I would I would agree with the commenter actually. We passed on a bunch of games that I genuinely liked, but I know, like at the same time, that doesn't make it a passable game. That doesn't make a game that you should, that you in turn should play, that you in turn should spend your weekend playing, your your nights playing. I think there, I think there might be better games in the genre, better games on the platform, on on the service rather that you could be playing. Right, and that's. To sort of tie that back into, um, there there is sort of a bias on this show a little bit in that we are gameplay first people. And honestly, like, I've always been a gameplay first, but I, I think I as, as time has gone on, um, I think you and I have sort of, I don't want to say gelled, but like, I think we our tastes have just sort of aligned a little bit more, um, which makes it, we don't always have discussions to where we're debating. A lot of times we're sort of confirming each other's uh issues or whatever you want to call them or, or, or biases or whatever. Um, and so, but well, every once in a while we do have a, a genuine debate, um, you know, about like, I think this game's good. I get, I think this game's bad. You know, like outriders was one that we ended up talking a lot of time about. So those are the episodes I think are always going to be the most fun. But at the same time, I, I, this really isn't, again, this is about a time thing. And that is sort of in not just games, but in, in media in general, like there are so many 
streaming services and so many different shows. And it's like, I am definitely, I have that, that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That, that anxiety or, or option shock when it comes to streaming services and what to watch. I am that person. I, I will end up watching the same show I've seen a hundred times simply because I just don't know what to watch when there's so many right. options and modern critics and modern reviews is just like, everything is good. And a lot of times the stuff that they say is bad, I end up going to watch and end up liking it. So it's like, you really do have to kind of make your own opinion now because it's not as clear, especially in video games, like especially in video games, like, you know, you have, you have stuff like Metacritic that takes the average score and it's like, but they never really put in the aspect of, of value and time. And it's always just like, we're going to grade this game. And it's like, that's fine. And it might help you get a general consensus on what people are saying, but it really doesn't help you with some of those key aspects, which I think is for a majority of people is time and, and worth. Like, you know, I, Destiny 2 is, is another great example to where people play that game for hundreds of hours, but there's a lot of people that don't and they don't for the exact same reason that, that we don't. It's just like, I am grinding this over and over and over. And I am someone who has played Diablo 2 for literally a, a chunk of my life grinding that game. And I, I it's... I understand why people do that, but I can't recommend that to a lot of people like, right. And it's so when it, it, the grind needs to be like, I actually think that the grind in Diablo three is far better for the most players in Diablo two. And that's one reason why so many people hated it at first, because it almost dumbed it down in terms of saying like, you can still grind it out. But you don't have to grind out literally hundreds of hours anymore to get the thing. I think that's a good thing. I understand why some people like it, it's like almost like sinful to to even like discuss that. Like, why do I need to play 30 hours of Destiny 2 to get this one exotic weapon? Just let me let me play for an hour and get the exotic weapon. Like, I'm much more likely to play your game if you make it more accessible and that doesn't mean it has to be easier just in terms of what you're doing but i don't need to grind everything doesn't need to be a grind and when you push all this stuff together and then you also now you have game pass on top of it where the barrier of entry to the game is much lower like it's just a very interesting interesting um set of experiences that you that you can that, that, that you can pick basically. So, and I, I would venture to say that I think a lot of people are like us and that um, they just want to play something that's good. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the biggest and the best, but it, they, they want their time to be respected. And that's the same way I feel about TV shows. And it's the same way I feel about movies. It's just like, I, I want my time to, to be valued. And that's why I think I tend to gravitate towards movies and games and TV shows is simply because TV shows, it's like, hey, you got to watch this whole season and you might get some enjoyment out of it. And it's like, that's 12 hours. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't want to give you 12 hours. So, no, I mean, that, that's the fantastic point to tie it into games. It's like um, it, our recommendations here are so kind of time basis where it's, it's almost as if there's a series I don't like like one piece the anime you know like that starts to get good by episode you start to get it by episode about I don't know 137 <laughs> right and, 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 and it's one of the and it's probably the greatest piece of 
like media I've ever seen. <laughs> but I'm not going to recommend that to anybody or not anybody, but, but to most people, because that's a lot. That's a long time investment. Um, and then another thing you touched on that, that, that I think is important is the nature of this show isn't to score a game out of like like Metacritic to score a game out of 10 out of 5 to give it a number to give it a grade because to that point anything over a 60 is passing right and that's, anything yeah. over a 60 is good 70 is really good 80 is great so so like if we were to do that in this podcast it wouldn't be game pass or pass it would just be play all these games because they're all pretty pretty much fine right and then you know and that's and that's a that's a positive thing in terms of i'm sure in microsoft's eyes of like we have all these high quality games but what does high quality mean and that, and that that's sort of the the question of the show it's just like gears tactics is well made like it's a beautiful game but it, it's a game that's just like man like is it a great it, it it's it's trying to emulate and and sort of take gears and and, and twist it around into form it into an XCOM style game. And I actually think it does it fairly well, but at the end of the day, as a gears fan and, and an XCOM fan, I didn't finish it. Like that says something to me. I finished every gears of war game minus tactics multiple times. And I couldn't get through gears tactics. And I've played both the XCOM games and the Mario, the kingdom rabbits, whatever it's called Mario plus rabbits kingdom battle. I finished that game as well. So it's like there's something about Gears Tactics that it, that's not clicking with me. And I, I think it's important to say that, yeah, like I'm a fan of both these things. And I don't think they it's not it's not a peanut butter and jelly style relationship. <laughs> so no, it's really not. I think the most important thing. And again, I, and I appreciate the the comment that the comment is well thought out. I think the most important thing in any not just this podcast, but any review is is the is the review. It's not the. The end score. I mean, like famously, there was an IGN um, uh, review where they just dogged. I think they dogged the game. They ended up giving it like a seven and a half. I forgot what game it was. Could have been any game. Pokemon. Right? There's the Pokemon review. Probably is it too much water. Yeah. yeah, and then it just ended up giving like a huge score or something because it's Pokemon. But I mean, the most important thing is is the discussion. I feel like. Um, well, it, like on that note, they gave th- what. There's two things that, that people love to bring up about IGN is Skyward Sword because they gave it a 10. And then Pokemon, I think, it, I think it was Diamond and Pearl. And they gave it like a 7 because it said too much water. But in actuality, like, there is too much water in that game. Like, as a Pokemon player, I specifically remember playing those games like, why am I surfing all the time? <laughs> like, holy crap. Like, it's a, it's a very dumb thing to just look at that and be like, too much water. But it actually makes sense in the context. And to your point, if you read the review and you've, and you've played that game, you actually understand it. But again, I understand it's also very easy to, to point at it and be like, look how stupid this is. Probably should have elaborated on that thought, but it was a very simple pros and cons list. But people love to just go look at those scores and not the actual context of the review. And, and whoever gave Skyward Sword a 10 needs to be slapped. That's just fact. <laughs> and and I, think, I think another thing is the fact that uh, we're not – to avoiding the scores, I think alleviates part of the, the 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 issue I have or used to have rather when I used to 
run a website and write reviews and do the whole nine trying trying to emulate gaming critics back in the day where I would honestly be like, oh, I can't give this game an eight because I give this game a seven. Right. It, yeah. You know, and it's like, because, whereas because like, I think we've all it, anyone that's writ, written, wrote professionally, whether it was big time, small time, we've all dabbled with like me. Like, what if we just didn't put a score on things? Yeah. Like, you but, but you can't score, but you can't. Because unfortunately, th- like so many people just want the score. <laughs> like, you know, if if you get your your review on Metacritic, I remember when I wrote a review for Next Machina, and it ended up being one of my biggest review scores or one of my biggest reviews because simply I had a score on it that was higher than most people, and someone picked it up. I don't remember what site it did, and was like, "Yeah, look, like this this place put a, a nine on it, therefore it's good." And it's like if I didn't have literally that nine on it i would not have gotten nearly as many views and and just fervor around it and like so it's like you almost have to right like it, right it's, yeah which, which is why I, I i appreciate this podcast in the sense that we don't feel the need to do that and which which makes it to the commenter's point it makes it sound a bit harsh when we're like pass on this one no it's like that's we may pass on that game but listen to the review listen to this to, to to the audio and you might you might describe a game that you genuinely like that you genuinely want to play but we don't want to pass it on in which case you should for sure play it right <laughs> like right this you know obviously like this this is definitely not skip to the end and say, all right, well, they didn't like it, so I'm not going to like it. Like, no, like, you know your own sensibilities. If we don't like it, that might help you know that you actually do like it. Right. And, and in a perfect world, we would disagree on every game uh, because then we could really have a discussion and, and and go from there. But that's why I think, you know, stuff like our Game of the Year episodes end up being the most fun because we never usually, like, we agree what should be in there, but we don't usually agree on what should win. Um, and so those end up being a lot of fun for that reason. So again, in a, in a perfect world, it would be great, but it's not always going to be that way. So is what it is. But I just want to call that comment out, and because again, we haven't really talked about this in a long time, uh, probably since you know like mid last year. So it's probably been about a year, maybe longer, since we sort of because we do have new listeners, you know. So uh, if you're listening this whole time, appreciate it for staying after for a little ramble there. So but, all right, let's wrap this episode up. You can give us a call, 574-651-9256. You can leave a voicemail or a text message there. We will talk about it, read it on the air, et cetera, et cetera. Gpopfans at gmail.com. Uh, coming up, we're going to be doing – oh, okay. I've already forgot the name of the game, so maybe that's a bad indication or I'm a bad host. So I'm going to pull up this Xbox game. Press. We're going to just see what it's in here. Uh, is there anything on this list that you were looking forward to? Oh, the one you just sent. Um, Curse of the Dead Gods. That, that's what we're going to be talking about next. I always want to call it the Day of Gods, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about Curse of the Dead Gods. Uh, but are you, are you referring to the list of games that are soon to be released? Yep, that one as well. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm uh, the, the kid in me is excited to go back to some Need for Speed. It's been... I have not played one in years, but I remember, I remember being, I remember Hot Pursuit being um, very, a very, very, very fond memories. Um, 
Psychonauts 2 I'm very interested in. Yeah, and I, Humankind I, I, I want to uh, I really, jump into. I really want Psychonauts 2 to be good. <laughs> it's not going to be that great. It's oh, not God, I, I, hope, I hope you're wrong. But I'm looking forward to Psychonauts. Uh, Recompile is a Metroidvania that I, I know very little about. Um, I it, it was on my radar a while ago, and I, it sort of just fell off the face of the earth. Uh, and 12 Minutes is actually a game I'm really looking forward to. 12 Minutes is a game I think uh, is right up my alley in terms of, of what I want from sort of mystery adventure games. So Humankind I, I've heard about. Unfortunately, um, I still don't know if I have a PC that can play it, but I will sure try. So what about that mist remake, huh? The mist remake? Yeah, the mist remake. They just announced it's coming to Game Pass day one. A mist remake? That seems... Um... like it, It's a full-on remake. That's 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 gonna be interesting, right? Well, 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 well gamers nowadays appreciate a mist. Hmm, that's a good. That's I a good question. I absolutely doubt it. But you will have to tune in if we ever do an episode on that to find out. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time with. Already forgot the name again. What's Curse it? of the Dead Gods? Curse of not not Day of the Dead Gods. Curse of the dead gods also it's not called metrovania it's called search action now pathfinder <laughs> wrong